0: What comes to mind when I ask you what you want from your business for the next 12 months? Maybe that's more revenue, more clients, more joy, more ease, less stress. I mean, I think you're probably saying yes to all of the above right now. and I hear you. We're all looking for ways to grow personally, professionally, and of course, we want both of those things to also impact our bottom line and our happiness index, too. But the question is how? How do we get from where we are today to where we want to be in the future? On today's episode, I'm going to talk about how to get clear on what you want out of your business and how to make it all happen. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran, and I'm so happy you're here with me today. So I'm going to take you on a bit of a journey into the future today. And I've got a few questions that... I'd love for you to take the time to think about. So right now, if you have a pen and paper to hand, you might want to just jot down some notes um, as I go through today. If not, you can grab in the show notes some of the questions that I really encourage studio owners to think about when it comes to their business and their business, the future of their business. So let's start by just, I mean, and just come with me on this journey, okay? Okay. Let's say you could wave a a magic wand and just like that, you were in your world 12 months forward. And when you're in that world, I want you to look around you and see what is the same and what is different. So how would your business look 12 months from now? And then how about we jump another 12 months forward? So two years forward from now. How would your business look then? What are you doing in that place, in that business, say two years from now? Is it the same as what is happening today or is it different? Are you doing different things? Are the people around you different? What is it about what you're doing that's different? And when we're having these sorts of conversations about what we want for our business and how we are looking to grow our business. It's not always about doing more by the way. I'm not always about adding and growing and being bigger and building that empire. Sometimes it's about letting go of certain things, perhaps stopping doing certain things. Um, the things that might not be fulfilling to you, might not be generating the revenue to support uh, your, you doing those things. So sometimes it's about what you will also let go of to allow space for growth. And I encourage the studio owners that I work with to ponder these questions on a regular basis, at least once every year. I spend time with studio owners each and every year, planning out twelve months ahead in their business. And what I find, and the reason why I kind of I, I take the time to do this with the studio owners that I work with, is because what I see for business owners across the board, not just in the boutique fitness space. But what I see is that many small business owners, especially those who are owner operated, who have founded their own businesses, who are building and growing their businesses every single day, every single week and every single month. You are the person who is making all the decisions. You are the person who is responsible for doing all the things, um, or for delegating all of the things or for following up on all of the things. And when that happens, you are very focused on the immediate problems okay putting out those fires um solving uh whatever is happening right in front of them okay and what happens in when you're doing that which is very normal and very natural and it's definitely what your business needs from you but what happens is that you're in 100% of the time you're in a state of reaction you are reacting to problems and you know like i said your business does need you To react to solving those problems for sure. In fact, if you didn't, your business probably would not be where it is today. So we definitely want to be seeing you take that action, right? Action is a good thing. But I'm pretty sure that there is a part of you that when you started on this path, when you started on this journey of designing and creating and starting up your business, that you had a vision for what you wanted to build. Right. That vision that you have for your business. It's out there somewhere. It may not be exactly uh, the same as it was when you first started. The world has changed and you have changed and your needs have changed for sure. But there is likely a part of that vision that you still want for yourself and for your business. Okay. And. What we want to make sure is that we aren't losing sight of that vision, because if you don't have that vision, if you're not focused on where you're going, then it's very hard to plan where you should be spending your time, how you should prioritize tasks or activities within your business. And so transforming your business that you have today into the vision that you have and what you want from your business, say 12 months from now or two years from now, it does take a little bit of planning. Okay, It it takes a little bit of recognizing not only what you need or what you are lacking, right? These are both important things, things that might be missing, but it's also about recognizing how you can make the best use of resources that you have already available to you, perhaps um, how you can um, work with certain people that you already know or people who are already in your business, um, how you can develop the skills that you need and how you can reach and um, for more with what you already have. Okay. So it's, it's not about constantly doing more, but about making sure that what you have right now is fully optimized as well. Okay. So I want to share with you just a few statistics that I'll be honest, I find these statistics to be um, quite shocking and quite sad actually. And those statistics are really about small business um, and how Often small businesses don't really make it. And these, by the way, are stats from the last five years or so. These aren't just reflective of a COVID or pandemic era. And this is pre, pre pandemic statistics. And that says that 20% of all small businesses across all industries is the caveat there, not just boutique fitness, but 20% of all small businesses fail within the first year and 50% will fail within the first Five years. Now, either those numbers are really shocking to you, or maybe they're exactly what you'd expect, depending on how you feel about your business right now. But I don't want these numbers to discourage you. That's not why I'm sharing them with you. But, you know, if you think about those 20% that fail within the first year, there's certainly a small percentage that failed simply, you know, down to because of you know natural events causes, um, but the other percentage likely failed because of a lack of uh, planning and of thinking through the progression of their business. Um, and there's that quote, right? Failing to prepare, you're preparing to fail. You need to have a goal, a direction, and a plan for where you're heading and where you want to be, and. I love to remind my studio owners that you have the flexibility to build your business around your priorities, around what you really care about. And that's one of the beautiful things about owning your own business. You can build it around what you care about and what you really want to be doing. Okay. But I know that the reality is that it gets very difficult to say no to, um, to, to clients who want to work with you, who are good clients that you want to keep. It's really hard to say no to coming back into the studio in the evening when you've already spent a few hours in the morning to come back and teach another class. It's really hard to say no when you know that you're also turning down revenue and opportunity for your business. And this is extremely normal as a studio owner. So, if you find yourself perhaps catching up on emails at the weekend, if you are replying to text messages or replying to emails late into the evening, perhaps your uh, schedule has spread across the day into the weekend um, and your work schedule that is a spread across the day into the weekend, then you may find yourself perhaps working on fixing schedules late into the evening or onto the weekend. Okay, This is extremely common but what i found is that if you can take some time to plan out what you want and what you don't want for your business it gives you an opportunity to perhaps recommit to those priorities and perhaps most importantly set boundaries for yourself so when when if we aren't taking the time to revisit and review and recommit to priorities the priorities in our life on a regular basis they will often get swept away under the, the those long hours of coming back into the studio, or checking out the emails and replying to clients, and working on trying to fit everybody into your schedule. So we are. I really, really find that without this sort of time that is carved out as kind of really, really blocked out on the calendar, really time that is is uh, you want to be one hundred percent committed to showing up for. And taking that time to commit to your priorities for yourself, commit to the priorities for your business. And then once you have that, you can set boundaries for yourself, set boundaries for your schedule, set boundaries for what you will say yes to and what you will say no to. Okay. And what I know from working so closely with studios for the last 10 years is that both studio owners and teachers will often shy away from planning because you have already so much on your plate, right? The idea of adding even just another hour of of time to dedicate to the business is simply overwhelming. But again, this isn't necessarily about doing more. By carving out this time, you can figure out how you can do more of what works and take away what isn't working in your business. So taking an hour or two each month or taking an hour each week, say, to step back And really look objectively at your business, at what is working and what isn't, perhaps looking at where your revenue has come from, perhaps looking at who your top spenders are in your business, perhaps looking at some of those key numbers that will help you to decide where to focus your time and energy will also give you a chance to understand better where there might be some opportunities for you, but also it will give you the opportunity to look at those task lists, those to-do items and all the things that you need to get to, you, you maybe feel like you need to get to and think about which of those things truly align with your vision, truly align with the goals that you have set for yourself. And then you're able to get really intentional about where you want to spend your time, the path that you, that you are heading and the future of your business. So this time is so incredibly valuable. So I know that you're probably thinking, okay, where do I start? (laughs) Where do I start with this time? What do I do with it? How do I get started? And that is very common as well. So I wanted to give you a few questions that you can start by thinking about. So first of all, what is your vision of success? Okay. Sometimes we use other people's vision of success um, and use that and kind of try it on for size and kind of, even if it doesn't really fit our vision, we still keep going and pushing through because it's, what perhaps others deem to be successful. But I want to know what your vision is of success is for your business, what you want for your business. So strategic planning really begins with a vision for the future. And to reach that vision, there is a need for clarity and action, okay, clarity around the path that will take you toward your vision. And then the actual tasks to do responsibilities that kind of build that bridge between your business today and your ideal future as it were okay so the first question is you know what is your vision of success for you and then you want to be sure that you're asking yourself the question you know what what do i want what do you want for your business okay planning is super important but more important is knowing where you want to be in that business, where you want to go and what you want from your business. Because without that very clear destination for yourself, you will find yourself a little bit directionless. And that's where people tend to get slightly overwhelmed, um, end up perhaps heading towards burnout because you kind of, it's very easy to lose touch with what matters to you and what's aligned with you and your values. So getting crystal clear on what you want from your business is really an important first step towards success. Okay. And then the next thing is you want to take into consideration how your business fits with the life that you want. You know, as designing a business is, is a gift, right? That uh, you allows you to Build something that is yours and build something that you want. And one of the biggest perks of being the owner is that you get to choose what that looks like. As the teacher and as the studio owner, you are the driver of your business. And so taking this time to plan out and think through what you want, what you want for your life, what you want from your business is really time well spent. Now, the challenge we find is that when you're a teacher and you're a studio owner, and you really enjoy what you do, it can be really hard to find that line between what is work and what is not. Okay. So if you are a teacher and you are a studio owner, and you also love what you do, you love to, for example, you're a Pilates teacher, you are a Pilates studio owner, and you love to do Pilates, you love to teach teachers Pilates, and you love everything that you have created in your business, then you are going to find it hard to decide where which parts of your business is work and which parts of your business is play right because you're going to spend a lot of time in your studio perhaps working out or working out alongside other teachers and that may not feel like work to you in fact it probably isn't but you are at work not doing work so there's a lot of gray areas when you're in this world and you are um you're you're you're, you're building your business and your space for your business okay and that Line is hard to find. And if you also have um, other people who depend on you, if you have children, or if you are a carer of elderly parents or family members, or if you have other obligations, then, you know, that. That line, that, that line between work and play or work and other responsibilities um, gets to be you know increasingly challenging to navigate. And the time commitments that you have, um, the responsibilities that you have really starts to add up. And it's very easy to feel overwhelmed very, very quickly. Now, what we know is that overwhelm is a result of a lack of planning. Okay. Overwhelm is a result of a lack of planning. And I know for myself that when I lose focus, if I don't take the time to think about how I want to prioritize my week, how I want to prioritize my month, how I want to, what's important for myself, what's important for my family, what's important for my business, then I don't really know where to start when it comes to um, working on my business, especially, but also I end up feeling very overwhelmed by all the things that I could be doing. And that's where, that's because I hadn't taken the time to sit down and plan out what my week looks like and what those top three to five tasks are that I want to work on in my business and what are the top priorities for me as as a mom and as a wife and as a friend and as, uh, as, a, as, a, as a sister and a daughter. So it's a part of not just a habit that I would recommend for your business, but something you might want to do for your own, just for your personal life as well. So now what I do, just to give you some insight into how I operate and my behind the scenes here at Spring 3 is I schedule at least one hour per week that is dedicated to planning my week. And that is time that I want to plan for what's happening in my business, what's happening with my children, where they need to be, um, and even to the down to meal planning and all of that good stuff to make sure that our week is smooth and seamless and everyone gets what they need. And I'm able to uh, commit to the priorities that my business needs of me also. Now, I don't always find that it takes an hour. Sometimes it's 30 minutes and then that's great. That's done. But that one hour that goes in my calendar, that goes in my calendar each and every week. And if that is sort of like a, an anchor point for me, because if I know I have that one hour, then I know that the rest of the week will be set. <laughs> so I know you might be saying, okay, great, Sarah. it sounds great. But where do I start with knowing where to start? So I would recommend that you know, if you're able to take an hour each week to plan out your, or 45 minutes to plan out your week, um, I would start with taking some time to think about the question that I mentioned earlier on, which was thinking at 12 months forward and writing about how your business looks, what you're doing and who else is there. Now, some people brainstorm this out in bullet points, um, Others will will write and write and write, whatever comes to mind. And I really think it's quite important to add as much detail as possible so that you get that full picture. Okay, you get that full picture. And the key really is that when you take the time to do this, All right. You're taking the time to think about where you're going and what you want for your business. You're thinking about what success looks like for you. You're thinking about what you want for your business, what you want from your business and how it's going to fit into other things that you might want to achieve. And the other thing that is super important is that when you take the time, not just to think about it, but to take the time to write it down, then getting it out of your head and onto paper makes it one step closer to making it a reality. Okay. And this is a wonderful habit to get into. And if you've never done anything like this before, it can be hugely clarifying, especially after all of the uncertainty of the past year or so. Okay. And I think we're in a place now where it's very safe to be thinking about the future and to be thinking about what you want for your business 12 months from now and to start implementing some strategies and activities that will help you to move forward towards that goal and that place. So there you have it after your planning session and your vision setting session, you will have a better idea of what you'll want to focus on each week, each month, okay? And the actions that might need to happen to get you there. So each week or each day or each month, there'll be certain activities that you will want to implement, you'll want to do to help you move yourself towards those goals. And as you kind of develop this habit of planning and of thinking about where you're heading, you'll also start to set perhaps some mini targets. So things that you want, so mini goals that may be quarterly or monthly that will guide you forward towards that, perhaps that end goal or that vision that you have for 12 months from now. And you'll know perhaps what resources you will need or what you might need to stop doing. You might need to delegate, or you might just need to let go of something to make space for perhaps this new phase of business development and growth. And when you work with this level of clarity and direction, you really are continually and consistently working towards your vision. I really hoped this episode of the Pilates Business Podcast was helpful to you. If it was, be sure to never miss another episode. So go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you enjoyed the show, please reach out and let me know what other questions I can answer for you here in a future episode. I'll see you next time. Did you love this episode and want more? head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day.